Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today, uh, doing a short update. Uh, based, as usual, off one of our uh, email updates that we send out about every 10 days or so. Uh, and we'll have a couple uh, prayer requests, new prayer requests uh, that we'll share with you. We'll do a brief exhortation and uh, <coughs> excuse me, talk about some of the uh, blog posts that are available on the PMC blog and, uh, and things like that. Ways to keep you uh, engaged in what's happening here on the mission field, uh, seeing how your prayers are being answered, seeing how uh, lost people are being reached, disciples are being made, and uh, soon a church will be forming. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the ministry also in this way. Uh, the title of the update for today, we're calling Summer Ministry. And uh, the reason we call it Summer Ministry, this update, is because uh, we are now in full swing here with the summertime. Uh, and everything in Italy drastically changes uh, in the summer. Once June, July, August uh, are present, uh, everything is totally different. Every, Italy really comes alive. Uh, Italians love to be at the beaches. Uh, they love to hang out late in the piazzas, uh, in the evenings, walk around, meet with friends, eat gelatos, all that kind of stuff is happening now. So as uh, opposed to the wintertime, the wintertime is quite depressing, especially here in the Venice area. It's foggy, it's very humid, it's cold, it's dark, really early. Summertime, we have the season, seasonal change, and it's definitely different where the sun goes down. At, at this point, it's after 9 p.m. It's, or it's, it's going down, and uh, it's light even a little later after that, and it'll be light till 10 p.m. Uh, in a little while. And uh, yeah, things totally change. Um, so the big point of the update uh, in, in this regard for this update here is the summer ministry. Usually, uh, in the past, we would have uh, a number of uh, teams come out. And we do some good evangelism with the help of, of, of groups that form together for the purpose of reaching the lost here in Italy. And uh, it's something we're praying towards and now promoting, letting people know about. This is what we're calling cohorts. Uh, we want to see groups from different churches coming throughout the summer uh, going forward to help us reach more people. There's such a fruitful ministry. It's such a wonderful way to get uh, folks from the, the home churches or the, the sending churches back in the U.S., able to be a part of what's going on here in Italy, to be hands-on doing missions work. And for many people, uh, the idea of going on a missions trip is just overwhelming. When they think of a mission trip, going on a mission trip, serving the Lord in another country, they think of having to go into the jungle of Africa. They think of having to be uh, uh, in, in really bad poverty, poverty situations, poverty and, and dirty food maybe, something like that. Uh, and going to the bathroom in a hole in the ground or all kinds of different things like this. But the reality is places like Italy are overwhelmingly full of lost people, millions, and none of them know what the gospel is. Uh, it's in, in, every, in every sense of the word, it is an unreached people group. And you can come and do a missions trip here with us, for example, and you don't have to bring your own toilet paper. Uh, you don't have to worry about getting some kind of weird disease. Uh, you'll actually uh, you'll dress like you normally do. Uh, you'll eat good food. We'll try to feed you good Italian food, real stuff. Uh, you'll work hard. You'll labor long. You'll walk a lot. Uh, but you'll also be involved in relational ministry. Uh, and relational ministry to us does not mean simply you know, being nice and smiley, but actually getting to engage the lost people with the gospel, being relational, preaching the gospel uh, as a group. So uh, wonderful, wonderful ways to get involved here in Italy. 
And uh, the point for this message now is summer ministry, we're now in full swing, but we do not have any uh, groups coming to evangelize with us for this summer. And uh, our prayer was that they would come. Our desire was that they would come. We paved the way. We made it possible for teams or groups to be formed and come and serve here and help us reach the lost this summer. Uh, but the Lord in His providence, uh, it was just not time. Uh, and He said, no, it's, it's not the right time. Uh, so now our prayers are moving already towards next summer, 2019. And I will mention that today just briefly. Uh, we, we want you to join with us in prayer for that. But uh, in the meantime... Uh, just because we don't have groups here doesn't mean we can't reach lost people. So we're stepping up, in any case, our evangelism ministry. Uh, there was times when the Apostle Paul had a group of people with him, for example. But there were other times where he left people behind and went on alone, either out the window in a basket and then on his own, or just saying, uh, catch up with me, you finish this work here, I'm going to move on and go over there and get started, like I think it was in Athens, actually. And... Uh, and he carried on alone at times and, and was able to still be used by the Lord to uh, preach the gospel and see the Lord transform lives uh, by the power of the gospel and uh, get ministry and get churches going. And so here we are in the meantime, we want to get some evangelism going. And what are we doing? At this point, we're doing bulk distributions, literature distributions from house to house, all the coffee bars. Uh, so since it's summertime and there's this is the best time to reach people uh, in Italy because they're out and about, they're all over the place, you're bumping into people, talking all the time, uh, we're stepping that up. Now we're doing it uh, all morning, all afternoon, and even into the evening. Uh, now we're going to go out and s- with um, uh, a simplified version of a, of a yeah, book, track, that type thing, where we can just get into the corners of the different parts of the, the piazza or the town square here, the main ones. And uh, just hand them out to people. Give them out, smile, be nice to them, and uh, engage them in conversation. And Lord willing, also lead some of them to the Lord or get them moving closer to an understanding of what the gospel is and making that available to them. Uh, So we're putting ourselves out there. And a lot of what evangelism is, is putting yourself out there. You have to really take risks. It is very, very scary. But the Lord Jesus does help you. He does, uh, and it's entirely the work of the Holy Spirit uh, to, to bring people your way, to open the doors for the gospel, to open the hearts to hear and to listen to the gospel. Uh, and so we trust that he uh, will be doing that as well. So we ask you to join us in prayer for that as we now step up our efforts, focus in on just this one particular task when many other parts of the ministry were just uh, minimizing for the time being and they can be picked up again when the fall time comes around and especially in the winter, certain, certain things that we need to do. Uh, so... Yeah, that's what we mean by uh, summer ministry is now in full swing. Uh, The intensity is here. Uh, uh, There's a definite intensity. We're up early and out the door early because it's bright early. It's it's warm. It's hot, very hot. And then you got to come back by about uh, 12 o'clock, 1230 because it's getting too hot. And Italy shuts down at lunchtime anyway. It takes what they call a riposo, a rest time. And so we, uh, we take a lunch. We have a break also. Take a short rest and then uh, and then get back out, back out in the afternoon and then go back out again in the evening. People come out back into the town squares uh, around 9, 9.30. They're back out there until 11, 12, something like that. Uh, and we'll do as best we can to be among them uh, as well. Um, so in any case, uh, it's still summer ministry even without a group. Long story short, and we're still... Uh, praying for your help in this intense time of ministry throughout the summer, hoping and praying to see some more people come to the Lord through these efforts. So uh, please join us, if you can, in in praying for this uh, summer outreach. And um, 
And also for next summer, our second prayer request would be that. Uh, 2019, we really are hopeful. We really are prayerful uh, that some groups, maybe two groups of uh, eight people, will be able to come join us here on the field, and we can do some ministry. So I'll take just a moment here before we go into our, our brief exhortation from Matthew chapter 6 uh, of what uh, talking about what does that look like if you want to come next summer. If that's something that might interest you, if you're considering that, what would it look like if you came? Uh, so there's a there's a certain price based on the, the euro to dollar ratio. You would raise your funds and then you would come here, or you would you would apply first of all. You would apply, then you would raise your funds if you get accepted, and you would choose your dates and you would you would get your own airplane ticket, schedule your flight out here, uh, hopefully with other people uh, so you could fly together. That's always better, and then we would pick you up at the airport. Uh, so when you raise your funds and and you provide your needs, basically that you get your ticket then and then you get here and we take care of all your other needs. So we will pick you up at the airport. We will get you to the place where you'll be uh, hosted at, where you'll be sleeping at, taking rests at, where you'll keep all your luggage and all your belongings. Uh, and then uh, we'll have a training day, basically, the day you arrive. So it'll be uh, getting acclimated here into the Italian culture, understanding some important concepts, getting an overview of uh, what the ministry is, how it works, and, and what your role would be in that as we do it. And uh, and then we go ahead and get to the, to the nitty-gritty details of what we're going to be doing and how we're doing it and practice it. Uh, so... We'll look at uh, uh, distributions, how we're going to do that. We will then look at uh, uh, the puppet ministry, the park ministry, how that works and why. And then we get into also the drama ministry, which we do in the town squares, and how that's going to work also. So the trips we're scheduling and hoping to see people join will be about 10 days. That's the idea for next summer. And um, yeah, we uh, one of those days will be a day off where you get a break because it is intense ministry and you need a little break. And we're right here in Venice. It would just be wrong if you didn't go and enjoy Venice and see the culture. It's a very, very unique place on the earth. Nothing quite like it. We're actually making plans with one of our new guys here to go see a church uh, that's actually got it's uh, 1,700 years old, which takes us back in church history to right about the time when um, Constantine made it uh, the legal religion of the Roman Empire was okay to be a Christian. And at that point, they came out of hiding and began building church structures. And they even had the full immersion baptisals, baptismal. And uh, so you'll be able to go see a place like that in Venice also if you're interested. And I hope to go there actually soon and get some video footage of that and some photos. Uh, so great stuff like that. You get a day off where you get to explore. Um, and uh, we'll also have one of those one of these days, we'll do the ministry at the, the local beach town, about 30 minutes from uh, Venezia Mestre, the place where we're church planning, uh, because during the summer, as I mentioned, so many people, Italians, it's just normal. They're at the beach as much as possible, as much as they can, and so the town itself can empty out a little bit because everybody goes to the, the summertime part of town, which is what they call uh, the beach town here. And so we'll go and do some ministry there where the people are at also. And there you'll actually find you'll get to evangelize a lot of people, English-speaking people also, that come from Northern uh, Europe, come down here to enjoy the beaches in Italy. Uh, and you get to evangelize freely in your own tongue, in your English tongue, which is also great. Uh, so, But apart from that, then we have an uh, intense ministry schedule. Basically in the mornings we'll be... Uh, We'll be having breakfast together, and then we, we have a time of prayer, and we get out onto the streets with our literature distribution. So tracks that we print up and create, we take them door to door. We break out into groups of two, certain areas, key areas of town or key little villages outside of the main city, and uh, you help us cover these towns. Uh, the work and what we do in just one morning is the work it would take me an entire week or more to do because we're doing it as a group. Wonderful, wonderful things. So just saturating the town with gospel literature, and uh, and through that, it's uh, it's not offensive, it's not aggressive. 
It's uh, kind of putting the ball in their court. And if they're interested in anything, they want to know more, there's a way for them to get in touch with us through that. At the same time, while you're doing those distributions, you also often find people that are interested right on the spot. They want to know what we're doing, why, what it's about. And you'll find people either inviting you into the house, offering you a drink, offering you an ice cream, wanting to talk more. Open doors do happen, especially when we work in groups. It seems a special blessing of the Lord usually comes around. And open doors just happen more than usual. Uh, So mornings will look like that. The mass distribution is broken out in different parts of the town. Then what? We come back for that reposo time, as I mentioned before. Uh, We'll have a little uh, time to uh, have lunch together, rest our legs, rehydrate, drink water, take a short rest because you're going to need it to endure day after day doing the intense ministry. Uh, So take that little rest. We gather back together. And then what happens? Then we have a time of devotion together. Uh, One of us here on the mission field will lead the group in in an informal Bible study or or, uh, a passage of Scripture. Un, un, unpack that for us, help us to see in, in clearer terms what the Lord is saying and also what uh, what the Italian culture is like, what we're up against here. Something encouraging, something exhorting uh, to also remind us and refocus why we're laboring, why we're striving, why we're carrying our cross and the, the joy it is to go uh, bring the gospel to the lost people. A time of prayer. Perhaps we sing a song together. We learn an Italian worship song, something like that. And, uh, and then we go to the park for the afternoon. We'll spend two, three hours at the park uh, once it's uh, after 3, 4 o'clock, uh, kids start coming out again because it's not overwhelmingly hot. And we go to the park also. We'll put on a little puppet show. The kids love the puppets. They get excited by it. They come running from all over the park to hear and see these puppets. And you don't have to be a master puppeteer to do what we do. You just have to be able to endure being in a little enclosed tent type thing. Stick your hand up in the air. Shake a puppet around to the music. Dance. Answer a couple questions. And then we translate you. The kids absolutely love it. Very exciting time. And after we do a couple songs with the puppets, then we and when we close that out and we have a story time. We have some great gospel stories, uh, ways of getting the gospel into the hearts of the little kids, uh, the little kids' hearts and minds, and also the grandparents and parents that are there observing uh, in a very simple, clear way, friendly way, getting the gospel truths into the little hearts of the kids. And then we do other things with them like uh, games. We play some games to make, uh, make it fun when they learn about Jesus and, and the gospel. They also have fun with us. They all get a prize. Uh, face painting will happen, giving out balloons. And we'll do that a little type program, a one-hour program, two, maybe three times in one or two different parks in the afternoon. And then each day, perhaps the same park. Each day, perhaps, depending on the people and the situation, we may go to different parks, multiple parks. Um, but that'll be, like what we, that'll be what we do in the afternoons during uh, in a PMC evangelism cohort while you're here serving. Uh, once that's done, we got to come back. we got to refuel. we got to eat. If we try to keep on evangelizing, there's nobody there because they all go to eat as well. So we come back. We'll enjoy a meal together. Uh, freshen up, get ready, maybe change our clothes so we're not all sweaty and nasty. Uh, put on uh, the proper clothes to perform dramas in the town square. And these are something that we would practice, obviously, the, during that training day. You learn these mimes, these uh, dramas. And uh, they're great little tools for uh, gathering a crowd of people. So in the in Italy, it's a wonderful thing with the culture that everybody just uh, goes walking around in the piazza. They just it's a wonderful thing. Instead of sitting at home watching TV or going to a shopping mall, in Italy, the beautiful thing is the piazza. Really one of my favorite parts about Italy. You just wander around, sit down, relax, bump into friends, all that kind of stuff. And then we show up and we perform a little drama and people are thinking, what is this? What's that about? They kind of gather around. They watch this thing unfolding to the music, no words. And then uh, one of us steps forward to uh, explain a little bit what the people just saw, what the, what the message was inside this drama. Uh, and then one of us here uh, from Italy will translate into Italian for everybody 
and then invite everyone to converse, to talk, to tell us what they think about the matter or to get more information if they're moved by that in any kind of way. And then we evangelize. We just take as much time as we need to engage all the people that are there, that are with us, that are interested, talk with them, and you'll get a real opportunity, even in English, to be able to to uh, present the gospel to these people and find out what it is they believe and tell them what you believe and tell them what the gospel message actually is and exhort them towards saving faith putting their trust in Jesus Christ, repenting of the sins and trusting in Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's a wonderful, wonderful time. And then we'll do that time and time again, different dramas, two or three of them we'll have uh, learned and do that in different parts of the piazza, different uh, one after another. At some point we'll stop, we'll get a gelato because it's almost the same if you don't get a gelato every day in the summer uh, in Italy. And a gelato break and then we'll do a couple more. By then, uh, depending how things are going, we'll either wrap up around 10.30, 11.30, something like that at night. And you head back, you get the, uh, dropped off at your uh, the place where you're staying, where you're being hosted. You'll sleep as good as you can, but you'll sleep with a smile on your face because you've been serving the Lord all day, reaching the lost. And then we wake up and we do it all again the next day. And all kinds of little adventures in between. But in a nutshell, that's what it would look like next summer, potentially also for you, if you would join a PMC cohort here in Italy. And we do pray you really consider that. Uh, we would love to have some people come join us next year so we can reach more people together and have a great time doing it at the same time. Uh, so that's that's that in a nutshell. Um, last note here, okay, that was a little publicity thing if you didn't catch that. Uh, that's for next summer. But a last prayer request would be if you could pray for uh, something, uh, you could join us in praying for uh, a couple of special financial partners to make large uh, monthly contributions towards a location that we can rent for offering free English as a second language classes and then we get simultaneously used for public Bible studies. Take it out of the house and begin making it available in a public place for people to come join uh, Bible studies. And then little by little also the church as it begets, as it gets planted and established. Uh, so a location. Uh, money to rent a location is something we're praying for. Uh, that would make things, uh, move things forward quite a bit. And so uh, if you get a chance, please do uh, pray to the Lord for that uh, for us. And... Uh, Prayerfully consider it yourself if perhaps that might be you or your church to help contribute towards that specific but very useful need that we have for the ministry. Um, uh, there is a, an interesting blog that I would encourage you to go check out uh, on the PMC uh, practicalmissions.org website blog. And then uh, you'll see the, the latest uh, blog post is called A Gospel Presentation. And uh, perhaps we'll do a, a separate thing about that. But in there, basically, we learn uh, real briefly there's, there's great importance in understanding the gospel uh, to be able to properly preach the gospel. There's great importance in understanding our roles. Uh, we don't save anybody. We present the message with all our hearts to a people that needs to hear it and dying without it. But it's God, the Holy Spirit, alone who causes regeneration according to the will of God in His timing. And uh, it's totally out of our hands who gets saved and how they get saved. Only we can, all we can do is faithfully proclaim the message by His grace. Uh, but at the same time, the a true gospel message and presentation, uh, many people uh, actually don't have a good gospel understanding. And so they think the gospel means come to Jesus and everything will be better for you. Uh, that's not true at all. Uh, come to Jesus means carrying a cross, enduring suffering and tribulation things like that. Uh, so we're reminded uh, that the, the, the gift of salvation is absolutely free, but the cost of discipleship is very high. So it's something to really uh, consider. And we'll get into that now as we take a look uh, just briefly at our, at our verse for today for our exhortation. So our exhortation today comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 31, actually preached on this last Sunday 
not just this verse, but this was one of the verses from this passage. Uh, the verse says this, and then I'll leave a couple comments for us. He says, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Matthew 6, 31. So it's important to note here, Jesus, he was aware of the thoughts of his disciples in this episode, in this time. He, he knew what his disciples were thinking. Jesus knows all the thoughts of everyone. Uh, but he knew what was going on, and he spoke of these three particular needs for a reason. Uh, and he knew their primary concern, as they were listening to him preach, and as he was teaching, uh, their primary concern was considered, uh, as they considered being his uh, lifelong disciple, you know, following him, taking his yoke upon them, learning from him, uh, he would be their master. Uh, these, these were their primary concerns. Uh, what are they going to wear? What are they going to eat? And what are they going to drink? Uh, so that's probably, most likely, what they were actually anxious about as they were considering the cost required to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the Lord makes it clear that there is a great cost to following Him. Uh, we ought to consider that cost before coming after Him. Uh, he didn't promise them, and He doesn't promise us either, a smooth road to travel, and He doesn't promise us uh, luxurious provisions either. There was a guy recently in America, who a uh, televangelist, always dangerous, but... He actually is boasting, and it reached even Europe here. He's boasting of how he's he's believing God for $54 million. He's asking the Christians to give him $54 million so he can buy a private jet. Uh, and he's boasting about it as if it's an awesome thing. And I, as a missionary, am just totally you know upset as I see that. Like, good grief. Think of all the real missionaries out there preaching the real gospel and how much God-honoring ministry could be happening, how many... People could be reached. How many disciples could be made and churches planted with $54 million that would be wasted on this guy living luxurious, flying around the world, preaching a false gospel. Uh, so in any case, he doesn't promise us those things. What the Lord does promise to his disciples is food, water, and covering. Uh, so it is a real, real thing to, to go after Jesus. We do surrender all to him. That's what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to say, I'm no longer the Lord of my life. I don't call the shots. Jesus is my Lord. I understand the as we read in uh, 1 Corinthians 6.20, uh, we were bought at a price. Uh, we don't belong to ourselves anymore. We belong to Him. When He died on the cross, He redeemed us. He purchased us for Himself. And as we, we come to Him for salvation, we're surrendering, we're laying down our life. Lord, You've done all that for me, and I deserve to be condemned to death, to eternal torment, and You have offered me eternal life. Wow. Uh, whatever you want to do, I will. Whatever you want me to do, let me know. I want to do it. I want to please you, Lord. I can't believe you would do that for me. And you did, and I do believe it. And, and now I want to show you how thankful I am. Uh, that's the attitude of a true uh, disciple. And, uh, and so when we, when we commit to, to following Jesus Christ, he says he'll provide our basic needs for us. He'll provide the food, water, and covering. He does not say, I'll provide riches for you, uh, always good health and prosperity, and that kind of thing. That, that's not the gospel. Um, but amazingly, in God's grace, He actually does give us much more than food, water, and covering. We all, most of us have food, water, and covering, plus all kinds of little gadgets, all kinds of uh, books or resources. We probably have a computer, a phone, all kinds of different things, maybe even a vehicle, uh, lots of things we have. He's just so gracious to us. He gives us so much more. But that, we should always remember, is just bonus. What He promised us is food, water, and clothing. And, uh, and then we even read at other times the Apostle Paul say, if we have food and covering with that, that we're, we're content. That's enough. If we have nothing, we're content. And he's writing it from prison because he's reminded we were enemies of God. Now we're his friends. Even if they kill us, we still have everything in Jesus. Jesus himself 
is enough for us. Uh, so the whole point in all this, this simple little verse, uh, a good reminder for us is salvation is free. It's by grace through faith. Uh, but following the Lord Jesus means it will cost us much as we surrender all we have and all we are to his lordship. Uh, yet at the same time, we do that gladly if we truly are born of his spirit. If you truly are a new creature in Christ, your old heart has been taken out, a new heart has been put in you, you're born of the spirit of God, to surrender all you are and all you have to his lordship is your joy, it's your privilege. You are happy to be walking with the king, uh, knowing him intimately and personally, and serving him in any way you can, because uh, you know you don't deserve it. Uh, that's the truth of a true uh, a true Christian. Uh, so be aware of this, though. Uh, many gospel preachers uh, and their presentations are far from that of Jesus and the apostles. They tell people to come to Jesus so their life will improve, not because they are slaves to sin, enemies of God, spiritually dead and under God's righteous wrath, and so in great need of salvation. They're not preaching that. So do your best. I exhort you. I encourage you. Do your best to know the true gospel, lest you be found proclaiming a false gospel or even be deceived, assuming you're saved when you're not saved at all. I find over and over again, people assume they're saved based on their works. And, and, and that's very, very dangerous. No one is saved by their works. The New Testament makes that very, very clearly. Uh, no one can be saved by their own works. It's by grace through faith. Much more can be said about that. I'll leave it at that for today. But if you are one of those people who, perhaps realizing now for the first time, the gospel I've heard perhaps isn't the actual gospel. Maybe Jesse's onto something there and because the gospel I was told is, is different. It means I need to always be rich and healthy and that's how God wants me. And, and if I give money, he'll give me more back and some kind of investment or something like that. It's a very common trend today in our day. And it might be that you also have been infected, or not infected, but uh, influenced, let's say, by that. Uh, there is a link on that on the update or on our website at that blog post about a gospel presentation. You should go to it. Uh, give it a quick read. It's a short uh, blog post, but then there's two nice videos there uh, by a, a, a really good preacher named uh, Steve Lawson, Brother Steve Lawson. So there's two clips by him uh, doing an actual gospel presentation, what it is, what it's not, done winsomely, done with from the heart. Beautifully, very clear, worth a listen, worth two or three listens, actually. Uh, so take your time, go look at that, and, and, and be encouraged and be blessed by that and the true gospel. Again, summer ministry is now here. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Uh, things are very intense now this time of year. Lots going on, but we're very hopeful, we're very prayerful, and by His grace and with your prayerful help, we're laboring day in and day out, and we ask uh, that you continue to pray for that so we can uh, see how the Lord saves more souls here this summer in Mestre, Italy. Thanks for being a part of the ministry, guys. God bless you. Until next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.